0: hi this is Angelotta. welcome to another edition of Statistically speaking this is episode 44 communist lives matter this is a highly tequila infused edition so give me some breaks anyway i know you probably know what's going on in cuba large protests against the cuban communist government over food and medical supply shortages and lack of personal freedoms and as governments are wont to do they beat up some people and arrested a lot of them and started controlling the interweb machine. So the coverage of this story in the press has often pointed out within the first three paragraphs. And yes, I still read my fucking news. There are paragraphs. At least it's not in a print newspaper. I'm old, but not that old. Anyway, the press rarely failed to point out that the U.S. has had a 60-year-old embargo of Cuba since Fidel Castro took over the country back in 59. Also, by the way, the year Hawaii and Alaska joined our USFA party, welcome. Anyway, the implication is that the embargo is the reason for the suffering of the Cuban people, and then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has to jump in with her big doe-like eyes, and she twittered, "We also must name the U.S. contribution to the Cuban suffering our sixty-year-old embargo." She's so adorable. She's the L Woods of Congress, and I don't even get my own reference there. Anyway, let me start by saying I believe the embargo of Cuba should be rescinded. Honestly, if you've tried something for 60 years and it's not had the desirable effect, maybe rethink the strategy. But more importantly, I want Cuban cigars and Cuban rum fuck democracy. But there are two problems with the logic of AOC in the press. First, if you blame the current uprising of the Cuban people against their government to fight for real change and liberty, you blame that on the embargo, then doesn't that suggest the dumb thing finally worked? If the goal of the embargo was to cause regime change from within, then this seems to be a demonstration of its effectiveness. I think they'd be better off arguing that this happened despite the embargo, or was delayed because of the embargo. But if you suggest it was because the embargo that these people were so sad they had to run out in the streets, I think that was the point. Second, to suggest that the U.S. embargo is the main cause of issues in Cuba disregards the fact I think everyone knows, which is we're the only people doing it which is they're free to trade with everyone else, and they do. They trade with Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Venezuela, China, the Netherlands, etc., cetera, etc. cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. I'm sure it would make the Cuba embargo hawks, whoever they are, really happy to know that the embargo was the cause of the current uprising. But, in fact, the real reason is obvious. Almost 11% of the Cuban economy is a result of tourism. And COVID fuck that up. So the economic collapse happening in Cuba is because Canadians and Europeans and Beyonce and Jay-Z and the Kardashians couldn't fly over and spend their money in Havana. I'm sorry, AOC, you starry-eyed devil. But it's government-prescribed travel restrictions that cause the current suffering. Now, I understand the protests. I understand the protests in Cuba. If I'm giving up personal freedoms in a communist regime, the payoff is supposed to be that I don't have to worry about food or medicine. I mean, if you can't get me a damn cheeseburger, then at least give me my right to dissent and a free press. I mean, damn, if I had to choose, if you gave me like, cheap pizza, or freedom of the press. I don't know. But don't give me neither. The shocking part of all this drama to me is that Black Lives Matter did a full dive into this conflict. Now, if you haven't seen what they actually presented, you may think that they Twittered their support for another group the the citizens of Cuba, protesting for their rights against the government, even in the face of clashes with police and the military. That's what you would think. But no. Instead, they twirled out against the United States embargo and in support of the communist regime in Cuba. And said, especially because that uh, regime has given support to... Black revolutionaries, such as Asada Shakur, who they actually name, Asada Shakur, despite the fact that she was convicted of a killing of a New Jersey state trooper and then fled to Cuba after escaping prison. Look it up. I can't make this shit up. So there are two possibilities with the BLM statement. Either they're really dumb or they're really smart. I don't know which one is worse. So my first reaction was, holy shit, that's really, really dumb. Did someone (laughs) toggle their Twitter without thinking? I don't know what even tongling your Twitter is. But did you not think? One of the main attacks against BLM from the right is that they are hypocritical, radical, Marxists, anti-Americans who don't really care about black lives. I mean, I think that's directly from a Fox News homily on BLM. It's overheated rhetoric. So what's the best way to combat that? By supporting a communist regime (laughs) over the protesting citizens who are largely Afro-Cuban in the videos and then throwing the U.S. under the bus? I don't know that that helps. Now, unless BLM people, I understand... You may feel that everything you're saying is righteous and true, but what are the benefits of you putting this out? I mean, I might see a chick and she's really fat, but I don't scream you're really fat, even though that would be expressing my truth. It's a matter of of a basic cost-benefits analysis. It's not like there are people in the U.S. government who are thinking, hey, no way we're changing this Cuban embargo. And then after your tweet thought, well, on second thought, maybe we... That's not what's going to happen. I know BLM is generally popular, but if you think you wield that kind of power, then you're as delusional as uh, Donald Trump. On the other hand, given no real positive to the tweet... The negative is that you just gave Fox News their headlines for next week and you provided the Republican National Committee with their best funding campaign in quite a while. I'm sure the newsletters are now going out to old white ladies everywhere. BLM Marxists support communist regime's despicable crackdown on liberty and they idolize former cop killer. Please send all of your money now. You also make all the white women have to choose between their black friends and their Cuban friends. And by the way, friends in both cases are in scare quotes, friends. Because let's face it, all this has to do with winning over the hearts of suburban white women. But they're like, I mean, I love those Cubano sandwiches, but slavery. Ugh. Then I thought, maybe they're not that dumb. I mean, BLM has played this pretty well in terms of getting public opinion and donations and companies on their side. So if they're really smart, what would be the motivation for something that seems so anti-American and pro-communist? Well, shit, there are two good reasons. One, they actually receive a lot of their support and funding from people who want to be radicals. Anti-American rhetoric is pretty big right now, amongst college-educated youths, makes them feel out there and important and counterculture to be anti-American. So why not use this as an opportunity to hammer on the US sucks message again, because that inspires your base. Second, the Cuban-American protesters have their own hashtags and marches now, Uh, hashtag SOS Cuba, and that's pushing BLM into the background. So let's grab back the narrative, even it's so offensive to many Americans. Now, this is exactly what the press suggested Trump would do. They'd always say he'd piss off people and grab back the news cycle and play to the base. That's what he did. And I never gave credit to that because I always thought Trump was actually too dumb to be this Machiavellian. But maybe BLM is not. Grab the base back, grab the news cycle. So, based on this idea that maybe they don't, they just want to be their own group independent of anybody else, I looked to see if BLM was supportive of the Hong Kong protests, given that they were, again, protests against the government with a strong repressive action by the cops. And I couldn't really find that they did. In fact, Most of the reporting on the connection of BLM and Hong Kong was actually critical of the Hong Kong protesters for not supporting BLM enough. Hmm. Hong Kong protesters didn't support self-proclaimed Marxists. I don't see why. Anyway, I don't know if this is a great time to throw in with the communists. The BLM can decide on their own. I wouldn't dare to suggest anything. But right now, Xi Jinping, head of China, seems to be on a particularly strong power trip uh, with a lot of propaganda coming out of China that might rub some reasonable Americans a little wrong. Uh, There's a current move in China, as reported today by CNN, to increase the efforts to educate all Chinese in the ideologies of Xi, which are codified in his pamphlet Xi Jinping thought on socialism with Chinese characteristics for the new era. That was only slightly in a Chinese accent and a poor one, so I don't think it was that racist. Anyway, according to these reports, the party wants uh, the wider public to enhance their sense of political, ideological, theoretical, and emotional identification with Xi's ideology. In a statement last week, the ministry said primary and high schools were across the country would start using textbooks on Xi Jinping, thought on socialism with Chinese characteristics for the new era, starting in September. Well, that's great. More teaching of critical qi theory in schools. Critical qi theory, CXT. Thankfully, according to these reports, there's a lot of speculation uh, over whether Xi's doctrine will be officially shortened to Xi Ping thought in the 20th Congress next year, uh, that would be great. Uh, much easier to say, please do that. Please go to Xi Jinping theory. It will be the best shortening since Alexandria ocasio Cotes went to AOC. Another option you want to consider for the Xi Ping thought is things Winnie the Pooh has said. And extra points if you get that reference. And even extra points if you get that reference and not the Ellie Woods reference. Unless you're in China, in which case you just lost your internet privileges. But I have positive news for those who wish to go full commie. First, Joe McCarthy's dead. Second, Jackie Chan, the great Jackie Chan, recently said he would like to become a full member of the Chinese Communist Party. He thinks they're amazing. Go, go, Jackie-chan. I just ordered sushi from Japan. No, the pertinent want to kick it. Jackie-chan. Pass tequila. Out!